From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, August 25th. I'm Sarah Reif. The drought, along with COVID, market forces, and wildfire, is just one of many challenges facing local farmers. Kayla Delbar is an ag teacher and part of a multi-generational farming family in Potter Valley raising hay and cattle. Like everyone selling hay around here, she had to nudge the price up a bit. That's due to everything from local practices to the supply chain, both natural and manufactured. There's so many things, right? You have, like, to make the hay, There's you, you're only getting so much water, cause we're, and we're paying so much for it. And then our soils are different in every field, because we haven't maybe put in the amount of effort that we've needed to, because we've never had the issue of being in a drought. You know, you're seeing, what you've seen, like, Arizona is all these farmers have gone in and put all this effort in, right? They're drip lining their cotton. They're putting, they're doing their alfalfa in special irrigation. We have never had to do that. We never had to think, like, be innovative over it. We haven't had to redo our fields because it's never been an issue. And so you take all these different factors, the drought, fuel prices going up. It's super hard to get any parts for anything right now because of COVID. And then it's just like, boom, everything's expensive. Kyle Farmer is raising sheep, cattle, hay, and the sixth generation of children on Magruder Ranch, also in Potter Valley. The family is still regrowing its herd after losing a quarter of the cattle in the 2017 fires. He's thinking a lot about timing. We weren't highly stocked at the point that the forage drought started. And so there still are options like I'm right now putting in some water troughs because you have uh, the effect where the Cattle will graze closest to the water troughs and you'll have overgrazing near the water troughs and then you get farther than they like to walk and all of a sudden you're having undergrazing issues. So if you can figure out a way to pipe water and have a water trough there, you can get more uniform grazing and we might be able to make it out of a lack of September rains and, and as long as we have like late October rains. Delbar pointed out another reason it's important for cattle to have spread out but easily accessible sources of water. For us, we've been in a better situation this year because we run our cattle, our cows, out in the National Forest out of Upper Lake, but the water is running dry, so there are springs that we haven't seen come dry. Where that leads is that the cows move on to water to where there is water, so there will be undergrazing and overgrazing, which then creates a fire risk because now there's more fuel in those areas where there's no water for them to drink. There is a point of no return, or at least a very difficult return. If you get out of that like 56 degree soil temperature realm and you still haven't had rain, you're now entering a situation where even if it rains, you won't have germination. And then when the forage runs out, you can try to find that hay and try to buy hay and then try to have a good place to feed them and hope that the groundwater drought doesn't catch up with you and you run out of water to to water them. And in many cases, the longer you wait to make a decision, the worse the price gets if people start to panic. They've both been making choices. Uh, We have had to figure out what fields are worth our time, what fields are worth our energy, and then some fields are only getting half, half water. And because like we have one field that's in a, like has like a lot of rock in it, and so we we know like we're wasting water it's literally going through the rocks and leaving even though it's a great field and we want something to bring our yearlings home to and to put them on green grass so we can provide 
grass-fed beef because that's what the consumer wants, we are not going to be able to do that. Actually, some of our better fields that have better drainage, we followed those fields and we focused on the on the clayier fields that have better water storing capacity. And I haven't been completely uh, looking at the fields in horror. (laughs) Farmer thinks drying out some of the fields could allow for a reboot. There are certain grasses that as, as much as you might try to rotate and have the pasture eaten uniformly, if you give it 40, 50 years, eventually the least palatable grasses will begin to dominate the system. Um, Because as much as we try to have the cattle eat everything and then move on and therefore not select for the the least palatable grasses, it still happens. And so doing something like following and then putting a field into grain for a year could allow a reset process and a seeding process after that. Farming is all about figuring out how to adapt to changing conditions. Delbar's 4-H and FFA students have been learning all about it. Where I think the drought has impacted kids is the cost of feed has gone up. It's also between the drought and COVID, the amount of money in the community has gone down, like excess money. They were given a great amount of money, but it was a low compared to other years. And with the high cost of feed, I think it didn't balance as well for some students. It was a great learning experience for them. And then a lot of them had to monitor how much they could wash their animals or how many animals they could have on their property to make sure that their wells didn't go dry. And that's a serious learning experience, too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Which is what it's about, right? They're raising animals. They're learning how to be a farmer in a low-risk situation. And that's what's awesome about the 4-HNFFA programs. They can try try things and go through hardships. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcast wherever you get your podcasts.